We are all subject to the law of gravity. And so the law of gravity doesn't need to be proved <laughs> to us because we are all subject to it and you know it, it has been explained to us. Uh, I don't even know all the explanation of the attraction of the masses of the corpses and stuff but we of of the of the bodies uh, but we we know that there's a law of attraction that pulls us down and that is the law of gravity but i think that today the feast today that we celebrate the ascension of the lord reveals that there's another law and that is the law of heaven's gravity that when you meet Christ and you open your heart to him and you begin a relationship with him there's also not only a law that pulls a force that pulls us down but there's also a force that pulls us up it takes us up all the time we read in that first reading that is really the the moment when we read about the ascension of the Lord is a continuation of the gospel of Luke in the Acts of the Apostles and in that first reading the Lord ascends into heaven and the disciples keep looking up to heaven almost as if they were attracted and they wanted to go with Christ at that moment and I think that as you open your heart to Christ you experience that that you want to be with Christ that there's a law of attraction that is a law of love because the friend the master the Lord whom I love and want to follow is in heaven he has ascended and I want to be with him and I want to be with him and I would do anything to be with him and I am longing for that day so it becomes a law of almost like heaven's gravity we could say that pulls us constantly up upwards and to more so if there's a word to describe the feast that we celebrate today the ascension of the Lord if we would have to describe it with just like one word I think that that word is more. The feast of the ascension of the Lord is the, the feast of all those who are being pulled up to heaven. All those who are being taken to not settle for the little things of this world, of this earth, but that, that are willing to go for more. They're not afraid to respond to the Lord's message and to truly seek more in their lives. All those who do not conform with the things of this world and would not settle for things of this earth. Those who are not satisfied and are not content. That's why the saints are the best example of this. In fact, look at the 11 disciples, those who were there at that moment, as we just read. All of them, except for John, went very quickly. That heaven's gravity was so strong in their hearts because they saw him go uh, back to heaven that they went very quickly almost like a shot into eternity their lives was very quick they they burned it for the lord we could say they died as martyrs john is the only one who died of an old age and if you look at any of the saints they're almost like arrows to eternity they fly into eternity someone was telling me uh, this week i don't remember who but who was reading about um, St. Therese, the little flower who died at age 24. And Pier Giorgio Frassati also died at age 24. And St. Francis Xavier, I'm reading right now, at, at age 42, which, by the way, is very young. 
And like that, so many saints who have died very young, and some others who have died very old too. <laughs> we know of saints who have died very old. But they, they were young at heart. We know Polycarp who died at age 80, <laughs> but he was a martyr. And he was like a young man at heart. And so many others. And you know your own cases, even those who are not declared saints, but people of great faith who are young at heart. Or tell me if Mother Teresa wasn't young at heart. Pope John, Pope John Paul II dancing with all the youth, you know, millions of them who would gather. Young people at heart. The other day I went to give an anointing uh, to a house here in Corvallis, a man of you know, 90 years old and very, very faithful man, very faithful man. It's, those visits that are a pleasure to visit them. You, know, you don't know who is visiting who. <laughs> I come to visit you, but you inspire me. It's incredible. And this man told me, Father, I honestly want to die. Just call you so that I can go to confession and know that I am ready, but I, I want to die. <laughs> and his family, of course, didn't want him to die, but he wanted to die. And so he said, like, they don't want to, but I, I want to go. And like that, so many people who are young at heart, and they want to be with the Lord, then heaven's gravity is very, very strong. So the word to describe is more. We are not to settle with the things of this, this earth. We are being pulled up. And if you pay attention to the three readings that we, that we read today, the first, the second, the gospel, they all point in the same direction. And there's almost like three expansions, we could say, that Jesus wants all his disciples to go through as we see in the gospel today, because he also wants, wants us to ascend. And so the first expansion that Jesus walks people through is through an expansion of the mind. Look at the disciples, again, going back to that first reading. Lord, is this the moment when you're going to restore Israel? They're thinking about their nation. Is this the moment when we are making things right, maybe free from the Romans? Is this a time of peace for our nation? And Jesus says, I don't know. This, it's not for you to know the times. And he says, I will make you my witnesses in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the world. To the ends of the world. Jesus expands their minds. Look at what I want to do it's not just for your nation. It's for the world. And that's what the Lord does with us. His ascension is a feast that pulls us up to really long for more and expand our minds. Because there's a contrast in between our mindset and His mindset. And I know by a fact, and because of knowing uh, all of you who are here and, and, and probably many of you who are following, that you have gone through that same transformation. Maybe you came to college to earn a degree, to do what you to study what you wanted, to experience, you know, college life. Then all of a sudden you met the Lord in your college years and your horizons expanded. Now life is so much more than just being an engineer or a nutritionist or whatever you are studying. No, the, the life is so much more. The, the mission has expanded. The Lord does not shrink our minds, but He expands our minds. Look, that my vision is much bigger than what you think. 
the second expansion that we go through is there's expand, an expansion of power. Jesus says in the gospel today, all power has been given to me. And then he bestows that power unto the apostles. I will be with you every day until the, the end of this age. So they almost embrace in that moment a borrowed power. They are what we called empowered. <laughs> it's a power that was not from them, but they received from the Lord. And it's not that the Lord now said, okay, here's your credential. I will give you this you know, name tag. People will know that you come in my name and you have the power. Jesus is the one who comes to live in us. He is the power within us. So that same power that was present at the moment of the cross, the power that is powerful enough to conquer even over sin and death, the power that rose Jesus from the dead, the power that created this world is at work in you today. And when you enact that, it's incredible the kind of things that you can do. Incredible. So the second expansion that the Lord um, puts us through is an expansion of our power. We are powerless, just left to our own humanity. But we become powerful in Him. And in the third place, we go through an expansion of duties. We just read the marching orders of the Lord. You know, He calls them to the mountain and He shares His marching orders with them. And imagine these 11 disciples. They worship the Lord, but they still doubt it. And then they hear these directions. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always. And then he ascends. <laughs> Can you imagine you receive all these directions? The Lord expanded their duties. They thought that maybe... You know, what they had to do is go from town to town and maybe lead people in prayer, form small communities. The Lord says, you know, baptize everyone. I send you to the corners of the world. You need to make disciples. He gives them other missions that were not even in their perspective. So the word to describe the ascension of the Lord is more. He expands our lives. He pulls us up from heaven because he's the one who is in heaven and he's pulling us up not with strings not by extending his hand but with his heart lovers want to be together friends long to be together and so that's the force of gravity from heaven so i invite you in this week now that the weather is actually nice and you can do it to look up to heaven to to the actual sky can you imagine how many times the disciples, the 11, would have looked up to the skies and say, maybe it is now that he will come back. We saw him go. Maybe we see him come back as he promised. And they would look up to the skies and say, there's where my friend is. There's where my, my master is. There's where my Lord is. Yes, of course, heaven is not the sky. We know that. But we know that there's an intimate connection with those two things. Because when Jesus ascended into heaven, he went up, we read in the Gospels, until he entered into that realm of the Father. So when we look at the skies, 
we can remember that mission that the Lord gave us, that he wants to expand our minds, to expand our power, to expand our duties. And maybe we can uh, ask the Lord to give us the strength to follow all these directions, to see how he wants to concretely expand our minds, our power, our duties for his kingdom. What a beautiful promise. Behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. Until the end of the age. He lives in us and he comes to us in a moment. So when we receive him today, ask him to expand your mind, your power, your duties.